You are Locked On Saints, your daily New Orleans Saints podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, family? A little bit of a different intro for you today. I'm sure you understand why. Welcome in for another episode of Locked On Saints, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ross Jackson here at Ross Jackson NOLA. Um, I struggled, y'all, uh, not only with this intro, it's like my 17th time recording this thing, but, uh, just with whether or not I was going to do an episode early on this week, as, as many of you know, and as many of you are a part of, uh, the Louisiana region, the Gulf coast region and surrounding regions all impacted right now by hurricane Ida. And I wasn't sure if it was in good taste for me to do an episode. And then I decided I, I wanted to, because I want to be here with you the best way that I know how. I'm fortunate enough to be safe, and I'm fortunate enough to be able to be in a situation where I continue to produce these podcasts, and I know that people are looking for a distraction, and I want to be here for you in that. So uh, before we can get to the distraction, which today is going to be a 53-man roster projection, which we're going to get to very quickly, I promise you, uh, I do want to let you know there are going to be some relief aid links down in the description, and then uh, we're also going to talk a little bit about the New Orleans Saints, where they are right now, what the plan is moving forward, but very quickly, we're going to get to our 53-man roster projection. I, I cannot say this. I don't know how to say this to match the amount of to match what it means to me to be here with you today and and to be here and I just want you to know that I it is an honor and it is a pleasure to be here with you today in what might be a very trying day for you your family and yours uh thank you for being here and I hope that you welcome this distraction uh for 30 minutes today uh, as we get on with today's episode of Locked on Saints let's get it All right, family, let's get right to it. I want to talk a little bit about, and I promise we'll move through this quickly, but just want to update you with what's going on with the New Orleans Saints. As you all know, or as many know, uh, the New Orleans Saints had a uh, third preseason game set for 7 p.m. Central time on Saturday against the Arizona Cardinals. That was moved up to a noon kickoff and then eventually canceled. The New Orleans Saints have relocated right now to Dallas. They're in sort of the, the megaplex area as a part of Jerry World, and they're going to be hanging out there for a bit, set to practice over at AT&T Stadium, as well as potentially the Cowboys training facility as well. Uh, and there have been some people who have asked about whether or not the Saints game, the opening game week one, is going to move from New Orleans. Lots of power outages, uh, nearly a million people without power right now in the area, the Superdome included in the area around included. We have 13 days until we get there. It's too soon to really start to try to figure all of that out. But for right now, the New Orleans Saints in Dallas and they are uh, going to be practicing at AT&T Stadium and within the, Saint, the uh, Dallas Cowboys facility. The Cowboys, of course, open up their season early next week, Thursday, September 9th, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So all of that will help to sort of manage any type of scheduling that may need to happen going into the Saints week one matchup against the Green Bay Packers. But hopefully, somehow or another, that game is back at home in the Dome where it belongs for the people it belongs to. Uh, all right, so let's go ahead and jump into our 53-man roster projection. Like I said, I want to provide you a distraction here today, so let's get to it. Uh, I posted this over on uh, Canal Street Chronicles as well, so you can check out the written portion of it, but everything that you need is here as well. I want to talk a little bit about the quarterback position to get us started. This is obvious. This is simple. This is easy. Jameis Winston is your QB1. We know that now. The New Orleans Saints naming him the starting quarterback, according to reports. Taysom Hill, number two, and then, of course, Ian Book is your third quarterback there. I chose Ian Book over Trevor Simeon because I thought maybe the third preseason game might actually give them an opportunity to battle it out. 
But if I had to choose between what I saw in the first preseason game and the second preseason game in training camp, I'm going Ian Book all the way over Trevor Simeon as QB3. Some of that has to do with upside, ceiling potential because of his mobility, all of that. But also, he's just that type of guy that fits in a New Orleans Saints offense. He wants to know every detail to everything. He's constantly in the pocket of Ronald Curry, quarterback coach. He's constantly having conversations with Sean Payton. He's just that meticulous, finite, detail-oriented quarterback that fits in this New Orleans Saints offense. Will he be successful in New Orleans in the future? Who knows? But is he a good QB3 to have as a guy that could hold a clipboard and have conversations with your starting quarterback? Absolutely. He also has the the you know great sort of advantage of being the only quarterback that the New Orleans Saints have on the roster beyond the 2021 season. So another good reason to keep him around as well. Let's jump over to the running back position here. I have them now keeping four running backs as opposed to five. I tinkered around with the idea of five running backs, including a fullback for a little bit, but I just decided that that's not very like the New Orleans Saints to keep that many running backs and keep that stable. So we had to make a cut here. So to take a look at this one, Alvin Kamara, of course, you're running back one. Then Latavius Murray still running back two for me. We'll talk about that in a moment. Tony Jones Jr. makes the team. Uh, Dwayne Washington on the roster here, as well as Alex Arma, your fullback. So the reason why I kept Latavius Murray at the number two position might just be because I'm being a little precious about him and that I think, you know, hey, look, he's been so good over these last couple of years. No need to move on from him now after two, you know, not so great uh, preseason performances and whatnot. Uh, yeah, maybe it's just me being precious, but I just think that he has proven more than enough to get the benefit of the doubt here that the preseason games and all these other things aren't really indicative of what you're getting with Latavius Murray in a full game situation to where he is really wearing down offenses. The offenses are also, excuse me, wearing down defenses. The defenses are also having to shift and change and flow based upon whether it's him or Alvin Kamara constantly changing and shifting. And then, of course, the way that this passing game should open up the run game and vice versa in 2021 will be a bit different than 2019 and 2020. Latavius Murray's last two seasons here in New Orleans, where he has been very, very, or where he was very, very successful. I've got Tony Jones Jr. making the roster. No questions asked. My guy, very excited to see him uh, continue to move forward here. I was a little bit cautionary around him because of, you know, the Boston Scott, Divine Zigbo examples from before and from seasons before. But you have to keep in mind that Tony Jones Jr. showed out not only as a runner, but also as a pass blocker, as a pass catcher on special teams, and he was on the practice squad all of last season as well, so he already has more experience than those guys when they were cut. Dwayne Washington, you keep him around. You lost a bunch of special teamers over the course of this offseason, so you're definitely keeping him. And then, of course, you've got uh, Alex Arma as your fullback. Sutton Smith was cut just a couple of weeks ago or last week, and with that being the case, he's already got this job sewn up. All right, real quick, we'll hit wide receivers and tight ends before we uh, get to the trenches here in our second segment. For the wide receivers, you know, Michael Thomas probably starting either on injured reserve or physically unable to perform list. I've seen a lot of language now that he's going to start on injured reserve or, or might be expected to start on injured reserve. If that's the case, then he would make the initial 53 and then be sent to injured reserve. And then the Saints would have to fill that spot afterwards. So something to keep an eye out on there. But in terms of the guys that I think land for the beginning of the season here, uh, Marquez Callaway, Traquan Smith, Deontay Harris, of course, very easy. Then Ty Montgomery, Low Jordan Humphrey, and Aesop Winston Jr. I've taken Kawan Baker off of this list. I think that he ends up being a practice squad guy for you. I think the third preseason game would have been vital for him, but he didn't get it. 
these other six guys just makes a ton of sense. You already know the top three. That's nice and easy. Traquan Smith expected to be back week one. Deontay Harris, not sure when he's going to be suspended, if he's going to be suspended. So I still have him on the roster to open up. Technically, Michael Thomas would be on the roster for a moment here, but then would be moved to injured reserve. And then the Saints would end up signing somebody to fill that role, I imagine. So I ended up going with Ty Montgomery, Lil Jordan Humphrey, as well as uh, Aesop Winston. All three show you that they are versatile and that can play in more than just one sort of situation, right? Beyond just contributing as wide receivers, they can contribute to you in special teams, as well as when it comes to Ty Montgomery, he can contribute to you in the backfield as well. And then finally, here as we wrap up our first section of the 53-man roster projection for the New Orleans Saints, we'll look at tight end. This one also very easy. Adam Troutman, Juwan Johnson, and Nick Vanette. We'll see what happens with Nick Vanette. I imagine that he is going to start on the 53-man roster to begin the season. Uh, he was out starting last week for about two to four weeks with an injury. So we'll see how many games that actually causes him to miss. But if it's going to be less than three, then I think he just ends up staying on the roster and doesn't end up getting moved to injured reserve. Still more to learn about Adam Troutman and his injury. Yes, he avoided major injury, but does he still miss time? Remains to be seen. Juwan Johnson, though, is going to be your lead pass catching tight end. Look for a guy like maybe Garrett Griffin or potentially even Ethan Wolf to sneak in if one of these guys can't be on the roster to open the season for any reason. And then, uh, you know, we already saw the New Orleans Saints be interested in Kale Warring out of uh, out of Houston before he was claimed. So we'll see if they end up going back for him after he was recently released by the Patriots as well. All right, y'all, coming up next, we're going to take a look at the trenches, offensive line, defensive line. What are the Saints going to do on the defensive interior? We've got that and much more coming up for you on today's episode of Locked on Saints. Listen, making an NFL roster isn't easy. For some players, it's money in the bank right? Like Alvin Kamara, Cam Jordan, those guys. And speaking of money in the bank, I want to talk to you about your money in the bank, especially if you're a small business owner. I want to introduce you to our friends over at North One. North One is better banking for small businesses. Small businesses is all that they do, giving you everything that you need to be able to manage your accounts and your finances, whether you're at home or you're on the go. Doesn't matter. Everything that you need is at your fingertips. Never stop at one of those bank branches ever Again, North One is going to give you all of the features that you would expect. Mobile check deposits, uh, cash withdrawals, the ability to be able to send and receive ACH and wire transfers, and they're an FDIC insured account that can save you both time and money. Never have to pay overdraft or any NSF fees ever again, saving you hundreds of dollars per month. So go and check them out to get started visit apply.northone.com slash locked on. Once again, that's apply.northone.com slash locked on North One. Better banking made for America. All right, y'all, it's almost the first week of the NFL season. So if you want to get in on some action, now is the time with our friends over at betonline.ag, our exclusive online betting partners. Go and check them out for all of the best props uh, odds, and of course, contests as well, including a half million dollar mega contest that they have going on and the world's largest $200,000 NFL survivor contest, which is open now as well at Bet Online. So head over to the website or use your mobile device. Once you go ahead and sign up for your free account and you put down your very first deposit on a brand new account, you're going to get a 100% welcome bonus. Put down $100, Get an extra $100 on top of that. And of course, there's more than just the NFL. You can get involved with just about anything across the world of sports and beyond or at Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts.
right, family, continuing on with today's episode of Locked on Saints. Once again, if you're able to tune in today, hope to be able to be helpful uh, with your day. And thank you for making me a part of your day as well. And a big thank you to all of our new newest listeners as well, whether you're here for the first time or you've been here for a long time. I appreciate you very, very much. And it's an honor and pleasure to be here with you today. All right. So let's go ahead and check out our trenches here as we continue on with our 53-man roster projection. Remember the Saints have until Tuesday tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern time to make their cuts down to their initial 53-man roster, which I expect will be different than the week one roster, which I expect will be different than the week two roster as well. So let's go ahead and take a look at the trenches here. We'll start off on the offensive line. I have the Saints keeping nine here, five starters, four backups. Let's start with the five starters. Teron Armstead at left tackle, Andrus Pete at left guard, Eric McCoy at center, Cesar Ruiz at right guard, and Ryan Ramchick at right tackle. Absolutely no surprises here. Nothing is changing. That's the best offensive line in football. Yeah, I said it. I'll say it again. It's the best offensive line in football. And I'm not even lying about that either. If you go ahead and you take a look at pro football focus grades, I know that they're not the end all be all when it comes to everything, but in terms of pass blocking, the New Orleans Saints number one over the course of the preseason during that time uh, or in that metric. Let's go ahead and take a look at the backups now for those incredible starters. We'll start off with James Hurst. Will Clapp, Landon Young, rookie from this year's draft, and Calvin Throckmorton, undrafted free agent out of Oregon last year. For me, this is pretty simple. This is all about versatility. James Hurst is somebody that has served on this offensive line a ton as a sixth offensive lineman. We'll be very interested to see if the Saints continue to utilize that at all with Jameis Winston at quarterback. Certainly when they have those packages to where they bring Taysom Hill in at quarterback, then you'll start to see them. But just curious to see if we're going to see any of those in the run game at all or to set up the expectation for the running game and then maybe set up for a deep shot down the field. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how they use it. But will uh, James Hurst also gives you versatility at either tackle position. Will Clapp gives you versatility along the inside. Really the only backup here that is very experienced in playing center for the New Orleans Saints. That's why he ends up making the roster so that he can be behind Eric McCoy without having to shuffle around your offensive line if you need to replace a, a center by for any reason. Landon Young, they've invested a lot in him, trying him out at right tackle, getting him some run at guard as well. He, I think, makes this roster because of his versatility as well. And then Calvin Throckmorton, uh, the guy that they stashed away last year, big time positional versatility, can play both guard and tackle positions. So I think that he obviously brings you a lot of uh, not only versatility, but brings you a lot of value for the New Orleans Saints here going into 2021. Now let's take a look over on the defensive line where versatility yet again is going to be key. I've got the Saints keeping nine on the defensive line as well. We'll start off with the four starters here. Cam Jordan is one of your defensive ends. Malcolm Roach and Christian Ringo in the middle for you. And then Marcus Davenport also at defensive end. And just a reminder, David Onyemata becomes back in the mix of this after serving his six-game suspension. Marcus Davenport had probably the best growth that we've seen across any player on this team when it comes to their year-over-year production over the course of the offseason. I mean, he just looked phenomenal. I think maybe you could throw Marquez Callaway in there, who was the highest-graded pro football focus grade, highest-graded player across the NFL. Not wide receiver, not player for the New Orleans Saints, not NFL wide receiver player in the NFL over the course of that time. He was remarkable. But Marcus Davenport, very, very good. Also, the highest-graded player for the Saints defense over the course of those couple of preseason games. He's had a remarkable preseason. And I think, you know, there's the grades, but then there's also seeing it, right? You could see the pressures. You could see him beating his uh, the offensive lineman in front of you. You could see him literally pushing uh, offensive linemen across from him into quarterbacks in the Jaguars game. I mean, you saw it as well as what you're seeing in terms of grades and uh, analytics and all these other things 
as well. So those are your starters. Christian Ringo being maybe the biggest headliner here, though, is somebody that really climbed the ranks. I think that he ends up being a big part for you uh, along your defensive interior, of course local to the state of Louisiana, going to college here in Louisiana. Very exciting to see him climb the ranks that he has as well as a local prospect. And I do think that he has performed extremely well and deserves to be in that rotation. Now, of course, when you talk about the Saints defensive line, you're talking about a rotation. So even though some of these guys are in here and some of these names are in here, they might be listed as starters in this this exercise. But the rotation becomes very important as well. So let's talk about the rotation. The next five guys here, Carl Granderson, Peyton Turner. Those are your Edge rushers, uh, Shy Tuttle and Albert Albert Huggins, excuse me, are your defensive tackles. And then Tano Passanio is somebody that can do a little bit of everything for you. So the way that I look at this, Carl Granderson, Peyton Turner. Peyton Turner we haven't seen since like August 10th, but I'm going to put him on the roster because he's your first round selection. I don't think he doesn't make the roster. That would be absolutely ridiculous. So, you know, I'm going to put him in there and hopefully he'll be healthy enough to be able to contribute early on in the season. Uh, Shy Tuttle, I put him in sort of the second list second part of the list but you know he could just as easily start a game for you as well just depends on the matchup and then albert huggins gives you the nose tackle that you're looking for tono passanio gives you the uh versatility that you're looking for a guy could play both inside and out just like marcus davenport just like peyton turner and just like uh uh um uh marcus davenport of course as well so you know you could potentially see four edge rushers out there at some point because of the fact that these guys can also play in the interior. So those are your players in the trenches about the offensive and defensive sides. Coming up next, we're going to break down the defense, take a look at linebackers, secondary, and then we're going to wrap up with special teams as we continue on and wrap up today's episode of Locked on Saints. All right, y'all, does this sound familiar? Let's see. You've got uh, one device that lets you catch the game live, right? You've got another one that lets you stream all of your TV shows, your favorite ones. Then you have uh, your, your phone to where you're watching your sports highlights. And then you've also got your neighbor's best friends, third cousins, aunties, parents, login so that you can get all the other good stuff, right? So with that, I know it sounds familiar, but is it really the best way to be going about your TV experience? So let me tell you about a simple way to get it done. It gives you all the entertainment that you love without the hassle, and it's a great way to finally get your TV together. I got to get my TV together too. It's called Direct TV Stream. Uh, it brings you all the live TV and on-demand uh, favorites that you love together like never before so that you can watch all your favorite sports, movies, TV shows all in one place without having to do all this kind of like grab bag situation. So that means that there's no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's not even an annual contract with this. So get rid of the clutter and all of the confusion as well and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can Learn more about DirectTV Stream over at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device is required. Content varies by package. All right, y'all. And real quick, I want to let you know today's episode is brought to you by our good friends over at Built Bar as well. Built.com to get the best tasting protein bars and a bunch of other uh, products as well that you can go and check out. But it's the protein bars that I love. Coconut, coconut, almond, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie. I think my favorite is mint brownie. I know some folks really love double chocolate as well. Some of y'all really, really like the salted caramel. I know that these sound super sweet, but don't forget four or five grams of sugar, four or five grams of net carbs, and 17, 18 grams of protein while only 130 to 180 calories. These are the best tasting protein bars, and they're phenomenal for you as well, and they're covered in 100% chocolate, which I absolutely love. You love to see it. You love to see it. So go and check them out, builtbar.com or built.com to check out all the rest of their products as well. Don't forget to use the promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5 over at Built.com so you can get 15% off of your next order. That's promo code LOCKED15 at Built. 
Com. Let's get it. Who that nation wrapping up today's episode of locked on saints, by taking a look and wrapping up the defense and special teams in our uh, final uh, initial 53 man roster projection. Lots of qualifiers in here, but it's the final one that we'll do here for the initial roster. And then we'll look to see how the roster continues to change after the initial roster is set. So let's jump to linebackers here. I've got the New Orleans Saints keeping six. There's really one spot available, the battle between Chase Hansen and Andrew Dowell. So let's take a look at it. We'll start off with Demario Davis, of course, Quan Alexander, Pete Werner, Zach Bond, Caden Ellis. And then I'm going to take Chase Hansen between, in the midst of the battle between he and Andrew Dowell. And there's one reason that I'm doing. I think Andrew Dowell made more plays. I really, really do. I think Andrew Dowell made more plays more consistently throughout the preseason as well as training camps. It's a little bit out of the ordinary for me to be taking Chase Hansen in this instance, but positions matter in this situation. Depth matters in this situation. The thing about Andrew Dowell is that he plays mostly at will. Right now, you've got Demario Davis, you've got Quan Alexander, you got Pete Werner, you got Zach Bond, who can all play will. Caden Ellis can probably play will for you too, but he's mostly going to be a Sam guy. So I'm going to keep Chase Hansen in this uh, sort of exercise here because he plays more Mike and you want to have that backup Mike linebacker behind Demario Davis right now. None of these other guys are really that. So for me, I'm going to go with Chase Hansen over Andrew Dowell, but I expect Andrew Dowell to end up on a roster somewhere uh, this off season or this regular season because we're that close. We're very close to the regular season getting started. All right, let's take a look now at cornerbacks. We're going to break up the secondary here in half. We're going to go cornerbacks. We've got five corners making the roster for the New Orleans Saints here. Let's start off Marshawn Lattimore. I always include C.J. Garner-Johnson in this count, Ken Crawley, Paul Sinadibo, and Grant Haley. Now, Marshawn Lattimore, the increasing expectation is that he will not be suspended to open up this season, or at least it doesn't look like he's going to be suspended to open up the season. There are also some rumblings that he might want a new contract before week one of the season. So something to keep an eye out on over these next and probably complicated couple of weeks. But the Saints may be looking to get an extension done with Marshawn Lattimore, especially if anything happens and either the charges are dropped in this case or whatever it may be. As we talked about, what they're accusing Marshawn Lattimore of is extremely hard to prove in the court of the law. So that means that some of this may end up just kind of fading away, which would be great for the New Orleans Saints, certainly great for Marshawn Lattimore, who has a clean record and certainly had no intent on causing any trouble, as you can see from the, uh, the, the body cam footage. Now, when we look at the rest of these corners, C.J. Garner-Johnson is your lead guy in the slot, of course. Ken Crawley, very likely to be your cornerback, too. The expectation is that he'll be back and healthy and ready to go for week one of the season. Paulson Adebo could maybe have played his way deeper into that conversation with a third preseason game. Unfortunately, didn't get that opportunity, but he should probably be your lead dime back going into this season. And then you also have Grant Haley, who I've got making the roster because I'm just looking for somebody to back up the slot. And this is maybe where my biggest concern is right now with Patrick Robinson having retired and then Brian Poole heading to injured reserve. He's out for the season with that, with those two players being lost, the Saints don't have a backup slot corner behind CJ Gardner Johnson, unless they intend to use PJ Williams there. But I think that they are going to want to continue to utilize him as much as they can in the safety spot. So Grant Haley becomes maybe the most viable candidate in the slot, but take a look for maybe another name to pop up, either that's been released from another team or something like that. We're also going to do that tomorrow, by the way. We're going to talk about players to keep an eye out on. One of them already got released. That was Brashad Perryman, 
wide receiver. I'm very interested to see if the Saints try to reunite he and Jameis Winston now that Winston is established as their uh, starting quarterback. Now let's go over to the safety position here. We'll start off with our uh, four. From here, we're going to talk about Marcus Williams, Malcolm Jenkins, PJ Williams, and JT Gray. This is a really easy decision. I just ended up having to remove basically uh, Bryce Thompson from this list because of his being waived injured. So Marcus Williams, Malcolm Jenkins, one of the best safety tandems in the NFL, or let me say two of the best safeties in the NFL, respective to their positions and what they do. PJ Williams gives you the versatility that you would have had with Bryce Thompson being a safety as well as somebody that can play both cornerback positions, whether it be inside or out. And then JT Gray, who is probably going to be your special teams captain this year, one of your special teams captains this year. Uh, PJ Williams, I think that they're going to want to keep him focused a little bit more on safety and dime and not necessarily throw him into the slot if they needed to. But you have an opportunity here to maybe add Jeff Heath in if you want to have that backup in case PJ Williams has to play corner, whatever that may be. But that's what I'm looking at for safety. And then finally, we talked about special teams a little bit. So let's get to the special teamers. Let's go to kicker here, Aldrick Rosas. Uh, punter Blake Gillikin, and then Zach Wood for your long snapper. No big surprises here. Aldrick Rosas, simply the kicker that's on the roster at the moment, but wouldn't be surprised to see another name potentially pop up. I'm going to continue to talk about Jake Verity from the Baltimore Ravens. There's also two really good kickers in Cincinnati as well, one of which drilled a fantastic kick. I think he's going to be the one to win the uh, competition there. But some of these kickers will become available over the course of roster cuts. We'll see if the Saints jump on any of them in place of Aldrick Rosas, who did miss an extra point during the second preseason game. We know the uh, Saints head coach, Sean Payton, has very little patience when it comes to missed extra points and missed field goals for new kickers, for that matter. Uh, Blake Gillikins already won the punter battle. They moved on from Nolan Cooney a couple of weeks ago, a week ago or so. Uh, so you know that he's locked in there. And Zach Wood, greatest long, long snapper of all time, as far as I'm concerned. All right, so that wraps up our uh, 53-man roster projection. Thank you again, y'all, for making me a part of your day. I will be back tomorrow with another episode. We're going to take a look across the NFL and identify some players that could potentially be cut or have already been cut that could potentially help the Saints at different positions of need. So it's going to be a lot of fun talking about other players from around the NFL as opposed to just focusing in on the New Orleans Saints. Let's look outside and see who could end up contributing to the New Orleans Saints. And then on Wednesday, we'll take a look at what the 53-man roster is, break it down, and then talk a little bit about what might change heading into week one. Once again, everybody, thank you very much for being here today. It's an honor and a pleasure to be here with all of you. Don't forget in the description, wherever it is that you're taking in the show, whether via podcast or on YouTube, there are uh, links uh, so that you can help with everything that's going on down in the Gulf region. So check out those links, support if you can in any way that you can. Every little bit is, of course, appreciated. I will see y'all tomorrow. Stay safe. I love you. And uh, I, I just, again, I appreciate you very much for being here. Grateful to be able to be here with you. Uh, as always, y'all, you can find me on Twitter for everything in between. And if you need anything, you need the word spread about anything, anything at all, hit me up at Ross Jackson. Nola, let's get it out there. And then, of course, we'll be back with you here tomorrow for another episode of Locked on Saints. And hey, don't forget, let me know how you mom.